Welcome to another PI World podcast. This is an audio-only version offered as another way to enjoy our great content. A full video version can be seen on piworld.co.uk, where you can find many more videos of interest to investors. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to One Spatial's interim results to 31st of July, 23. I'm Claire Milberton, CEO, and joined today by Stuart Ritchie, our CFO. Hi there. So today we're going to cover, first of all, overview and highlights. That will be me. I'll pass over to Stuart for the finance review. And then after that, back to me, looking to the future, the areas of focus and opportunities, finishing off with summary and outlook, and then we have a chance at the end for questions. Before launching into the overview, I just wanted to take a step back and think about the one spatial journey that we've been on over the last five years because it has been a journey. When I took over five years ago, the business was really a bespoke software business, specific projects, quite services heavy. Over the last five years, we've really been transitioning that to a repeatable solutions business, generating lots of annual recurring revenue. As well as doing that, we've also been developing our SaaS-based solutions, and we're really excited to report today that you know, we've launched two of those during the period. How we're going to talk about the presentation is in two parts today. Firstly, about our existing business, which we're calling our enterprise business, the big projects that we do that has repeatable annual recurring revenues, like the National Underground Asset Register. And then we're going to talk about who knew high margin SaaS solutions that we've launched in the year. So just thinking back on our enterprise business, this is all around helping customers make decisions from location data. We are real experts in this. And we have a broad range of customers globally, and we work with some real leading partners. And over the year, we've reached a bit of a landmark because we've now crossed the threshold of over 50% of our total revenues are annual recurring revenues, which is fantastic. Yeah, that has been our real strategic objective over the last five years. We've got a spread of revenue across territories of UK, US, Europe, Australia. Our key focus territories are the UK for growth, particularly with the One Streetworks, which I'll talk about in a minute. And in the US, there's a real opportunity for scalable growth there. So focusing on the two high margin SaaS solutions that we've got. We've got One Streetworks, which has a total addressable market opportunity of 400 million of annual recurring revenue. And in the US, we have NG911, which has a 350 million annual recurring revenue opportunity. And when I'm talking about these opportunities, I'm not just talking about hosted solutions. I'm talking about real pure SaaS revenue. One installation of these solutions on our platform and then opening that up to multiple customers, we can really get to a new target market. In the terms of NG911, this is a light version of our solution. And both of these solutions are really available at a lower price point. And as I mentioned already, you know, it really does expand our addressable market. And over the last five years, while we've been developing the enterprise business, we've spent around 5 million on these SaaS solutions. So we've spent the money out of our own resources. So moving on to H1s, we've had a really successful H1. 
We've grown our ARR and we've launched our SaaS solutions. On the enterprise business, we've had a good level of new customer wins, State of Oregon, Yorkshire Water, Hunter Water. We've had our first win in Australia with One Integrate. And we've also delivered on the milestones of key big contracts, such as National Underground Asset Register. And we've also had some expansion opportunities for some of our key clients, such as Google. We took out a billion of annualised costs during the year, primarily from Europe, and Stuart will talk through this a little bit more. And of course, as I've already mentioned, the launch of our first SaaS solutions is really exciting. We have five contracts in the US for NG911, and we've had five paid trials in the UK for One Streetworks. And we're really in the final stages of contracting for a significant One Streetworks license. This is all around operational delivery now. And I'll come back at the end of the presentation after Stuart's done the numbers to talk about this in more detail. And as you can see on the right hand side of the slide, we are really growing those key metrics, revenue up 11%, recurring revenue up 24%, and our gross margin has improved 52%. So I'll now hand over to Stuart, who will take you through the finances. Thank you, Claire. Oh, thank you very much. So as Claire mentioned, we've had a very positive start to the financial year. So in the first six months, the key highlights are we've seen the annual recurring revenue grow at a rate of 10%. Within that annual recurring revenue growth, we've seen term licenses ARR grow by 27% compared to the previous period. And we've also seen an improvement in gross margin from 50 to 52%. During the course of the first six months, we also took the opportunity to streamline our cost base. I'll come on to talk about the change to our revenue and operating model that we've put in place over the last 12 months in a later slide. But we have removed £1 million of cash costs from the business on an annualised basis. During H2, we expect to see a high level of renewals. And that, together with our pipeline, which is very healthy, is expected to drive an improvement in the H2 cash performance. As Claire mentioned, we're in the final stages of agreeing our first One Streetworks annual license. Claire will come on to talk about the numbers around the One Streetworks opportunity later in the presentation. At this stage of the year, we're confident of delivering our FY24 market forecasts, and that's reflected in the note that Libram issued earlier on today. So looking then at the PL account in some more detail, we can see that the top line revenue growth has increased by 1.5 million or 11% compared to the same period in the previous year. And encouragingly, what we've seen is a significant increase in the level of recurring revenue. So that's up to 24%. This revenue translates into gross profit of 8 million, which is up from 7 million in the previous year or 16% growth. And encouragingly, our gross profit percentage has increased to 52%. And that's reflective of some of the new contracts that we signed where we recognised revenue in the first part of this year. Adjusted EBITDA margin is down on the previous year, and that's attributable to a number of factors. So we have taken the decision at the beginning of the year to invest in the sales function. We've seen some inflationary increases in our cost base, and we also suffered from adverse FX movements in the first six months of the year, which total 300,000. So on a year-on-year basis, we're down 300,000 in terms of EBITDA, but we're confident that that will balance out between now and the end of the financial year. Operating profit, excluding the impact of restructuring costs, is approximately 100,000 pounds. That's slightly down on the same period in the previous year, and it's attributable mainly to the adjusted EBITDA amounts falling down through to the operating profit line. 
just taking a look at the cash flow then in the first six months of the year. So in terms of the cash generated from operations, that's decreased 700,000 compared to the same period in the previous year. And that's really relating to the timing of receipts and payments around the period end. There were some fairly significant amounts which are recovered in Q3. The other significant movements in the cash flow in the first six months compared to the same period in the previous year relate to an increase in the investment that we've done in our R&D product set. So Claire mentioned that our strategic focus is around cloud and one street works, and we've continued to invest in that in line with what we um, what we articulated earlier on in the year. As you can see at the bottom, there are some exceptional costs of about 500000 So that doesn't correlate exactly to what's in the income statement because there were some exceptional costs booked last year that were paid for this year. So the total cash outflow in the first six months was 500000 We have banking facilities in place of, of $3 million of an RCF facility that was drawn to $1.1 um, at the end of the half year, and the plan is to repay that before the end of the financial year. In terms then of the financial highlights, so we've seen double-digit growth across three of our territories, most significant being in Australia, second in the US, and then the third in the UK, with a slight degradation in terms of revenue in Europe. Um, so Australia has really benefited from the first sale of the one integrate license that Claire alluded to in her slide deck, and a significant drive on the professional services side. The US increase in revenue is attributable to term license revenue growth, and the UK is also attributable to term license revenue growth. In Europe, we recorded some very significant uh, perpetual license sales towards the back end of the last half year. These haven't been repeated in the first half of this year, but we're in progress on closing some fairly significant subscription license deals. Those will close, likely in H2. So then in terms of the recurring revenue, the strategic plan that we've had over the last period has been around growing the level of recurring revenue to give us a degree of certainty going into the beginning of each financial year. And Claire's reported it, but I'm also pleased to report that we've tipped over the scale. At the end of financial year 23, we're at 49% recurring revenue. We're now up to 53%, which is a really encouraging metric. So on an overall basis, uh, the recurring revenue being up as well to 8.2 from 6.6 for the same period in the previous year is also an encouraging metric. And we've also been successful in growing our term license revenue over 100% versus the same period in the previous year. So really an excellent performance at a recurring revenue level. And then if we look at the annualized impact of that, so on an annual basis over a 12-month period, we can see that the total ARR is up 10% from 15.2 to 16.7 at the end of this financial year. Term license revenue ARR continues to grow by 27% up to 6.6 million with the US ARR having a particularly strong performance in the first six months of this year, up to 2.6 million, which is 22%. It's also encouraging to note that in terms of our churn, we're retaining a renewal rate of 94%, which implies that our products are extremely sticky. So just then in summary, in terms of the business performance this year, where we are and where we look to in the future, we are progressing in the evolution of our business model to a more recurring revenue-based model, which we've seen has been demonstrated in the first six months of the year. And we're also in the first stages of now selling our SaaS product offering. So the One Street Works product you know, has launched. We've had five trials. Claire will come on to talk about that in a little bit more detail. And the US NG911 solution in terms of SaaS has also really started. So we're seeing some real traction in the market, which is really encouraging. And that from a financial perspective is positive because it yields a much higher um, gross margin and EBITDA margin than the enterprise business. 
So the plan over the next six to 12 months is to continue to build a scale of a business from repeatable solutions and drive that margin expansion, which is really going to um, allow the business to scale and grow. So with that, I'll just hand back over to Claire to talk you through the areas of focus. Thank you. Thanks very much, Stuart. So the three areas I'm going to focus on now. Firstly, our enterprise solutions is really at the heart of One Spatial and gives us our competitive advantage. Secondly, I'm going to move on to the One Streetworks SaaS solution. This is the near-term transformational growth opportunity that we have in the UK. And then I'm going to move on to the NG911 SaaS solution, which gives us a real good opportunity to expand our US opportunity. So starting off with location data management, this is our enterprise solution and it's really what gives us our competitive advantage. We have one integrate, one data gateway, and we cover the key sectors of government, utilities and transport. And we are really known as market leaders in enterprise projects where location data is key. And what our software does is it brings data together from all different sources and it uses a rule book to ensure that that data is accurate. And it's a really important thing that we do. It's not just the data at a point in time. It's maintaining that data accuracy for the long term. And this is really required now as customers want to have expert systems, digital twins and AI systems. The data that needs to go into that needs to be accurate. You know, that whole saying that people say garbage in, garbage out. Some of the big projects that we are working on are things like the National Underground Asset Register, which we've spoken in depth about before, creating the map of all the underground assets, all the pipes, all the cables. And in Michigan, we're creating a whole map for the state, bringing all the data from the cities and the counties. We really are good at these big projects, bringing in data from lots of different sources and using a rule book. So from all of our existing customers, there are expansion opportunities, and we are expecting growth in our enterprise. So in UK and Europe, we're expecting 10 to 15% growth. And in the US, we're targeting 20 to 30% growth at the state level. We think there's around a 1 million annual recurring opportunity. And in the medium term, we're going after like 18 states with our NG911 solution. And this enterprise is really, really important part of our growth strategy because it really provides us with the credibility, insight, and the capital to launch our SaaS solutions. So now I want to talk about One Street Works. So as some of you have been on the call before know that we've been developing this over the last five years, and it is a 400 million annual addressable opportunity. And really, this is the first solution in the market to fully automate the production of traffic management plans. And it really reduces time and costs for the customers. Now, this has never actually been done by anyone um, before, as far as we're completely aware. And the reason why it's such a complicated thing to do, and we have been developing it over five years. And this is where you can see what we do at the enterprise comes into this solution. So we take the data that we're getting from Ordnance Survey, we bring in the rules, which is the rule book that says how these solutions should be created, and then we end up with the solution that we're now selling. So in terms of the total addressable market, there's over two and a half million of road works a year on low speed roads, and that's estimated to increase to four million in the short term. And that's really in response to electrification of the UK you know, and sort of fibre rollout. So there's a huge opportunity for us. 
So thinking about the attributes of that revenue. So it's really is a pure SaaS solution. You know, one is the installation of our technology and opening it up to all the different users. There's no services. It's quick to access and only one platform to maintain. The margins we're expecting from it are around 80%, and we're targeting 25% market share, which equates to 100 million of annual recurring revenue. So we've had five trials that are underway, and they're all well-received and ongoing. And I'm spending time out with these customers, speaking to them, understanding how the trials are going. And it's fair to say, one person actually said to me, this is an absolute game changer for the industry. The surveyors that can take, you know, hours, days, weeks trying to pull plans together. You know, they're doing it now in the matter of sort of 10 to 15 minutes. So the feedback is phenomenal. So what we've been really working on is getting this first significant annual license in the first contracting discussions. And, you know, that should be done in the relatively near term. So in terms of our pipeline, it's well qualified and it is growing. So there's four key sectors within the street work that create traffic management plans. So we have local authorities, utilities, traffic management companies and maintenance companies. And you can see that's where the five trials are happening. But we've also got over 30 other organisations with the early pipeline discussions across those sectors. But our real focus has been on securing that first significant annual licence, providing us with the clear return on investment that we can demonstrate to future customers. Now, with this first licence that we've um, been looking at implementing with the, the customer, it's the benefits are just so clear. It's not a long term benefit. It's a real cash benefit straight away through um time savings and cost savings of staff, but also fines. So fines from off-gem that, you know, can, can happen. So, you know, we are able to put a business case together, which we're currently in the uh, crafting with them. But once that's there, it's very self-evident that this pays for itself. Once we've got that first landmark deal, we're going to spend much more time growing the pipeline across each of the verticals. And really, in terms of deal size, we think each deal has the potential to be between 100,000 and 3 million of annual recurring revenue with real potential for future expansion. So the way we're seeing it in the utilities that we're working with at the moment, we are you know, they tend to be split into three particular areas. So you'll have uh, the department that's doing the electrification. So that could be for new extensions or having an uh, electric car charging point in your house. There's a department that does the fault. So if things go wrong and I have to you know, go out in an emergency and there's a department that's doing the planned maintenance. And what we're doing at the moment is just looking at that first department that's doing the electrification. And that's only one area of that uh, first department. So we're doing one third of a third at the moment. But we see this is how the, the accounts will grow out. We're finding out the ROI, getting the business case nailed for that first department. We can then roll that out to the uh, other three regions and then we can go to the other other departments. So we see a clear way forward on these deals. So another transformational opportunity is our SaaS solution for NG911 in the US, where there's a 350 million annual recurring opportunity. 
And what we're doing here is we're taking our NG911 enterprise offering that we've sold to eight states and we're pushing it out to the cloud. So not only do the states get to validate their data and clean their data, but also the cities and the counties can do it. And they can do that for a lower price point. So that gives an increase in our addressable market. And the addressable market is 350 million for 23,000 cities and counties. There's half a billion of funding for these next generation 911 projects. And the revenue criteria is very similar to the Streetworks. Again, it's pure SaaS, no services, quick to access, one platform to maintain. Gross margin of 80 to 90%, and we're targeting 10 to 15% market share. And we've got five contracts secured within four months of the product launch, you know, which really shows rapid adoption. And later in the year, we are augmenting the offer with Esri integration, which we really think will drive adoption. So for those of you who are familiar with our business, Esri is the big player in our market. And currently, the way that you access the solution is you come out of the Esri solution and go into our solution to validate your data. When we were looking at some of the trials with the customers and some of them didn't go actually forward, one of the things they said, if you could have that integration with Esri, we would buy it. So obviously, we're doing that. And Esri is... You know, got thousands and thousands of users um, across the US. So just to summarize, really, we really are at an inflection point. And for us now, it's really all about operational delivery. We've got a sales-focused team, and we've really got compelling offerings with huge annual recurring revenue and market potential. Our goal for traffic management is to get to 25% market penetration, which will give us 100 million annual recurring revenue. We're looking to grow recurring revenues, and there really are avenues for transformational growth. And we're confident in delivering our FY24 results in line with expectation. So I think really, in summary, you know, our innovative product suite really opens up considerable new addressable markets for us. And they, we've got really good underpinning annual growth rates in the medium term. PI World videos and podcasts are for general information and interest. They do not constitute any kind of recommendation or inducement to buy shares of any company. PI World is not offering any kind of financial advice and nothing in our material should be taken as such.